Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts connect the alarm change the podcast you stream connect the snooze 10 more minutes to dream connect the shower lather up with the news sports talk comedians or movie reviews connect with that 3 hour philosophy show change the drive into work in traffic so slow Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. There is news from the NFL today, but it almost, Jonas, ends up being the it is news, but it isn't news because the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott basically are where they have been for a long while. And that's not on an agreement on a contract extension as the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott now try to move forward towards an agreement like that. But what we have today is some comments from Stephen Jones, the Cowboys executive vice president who spoke with the Dallas Star-Telegram saying, quote, I know he wants to get his contract in the rearview mirror and we want it too. We want him to be treated well financially and respectfully. We are going to have a real urgency to get this thing done. Doug spent some time yesterday talking about the urgency on maybe how it isn't there for the Dallas Cowboys, but Jerry Jones will make it there because Jerry Jones is urgent with everything and he wants things to get done. 
with if you are sitting there and you are the Dallas Cowboys or you are Dak Prescott, which side do you think has more urgency to really, really get this thing done? Well, things are fixing to heat up, according to Stephen Jones. Ooh. Yeah, they, ooh, fixing to heat up. Uh, yeah, well, they've been fixing to heat up since you were an Oxnard last year, and this was a conversation we were having. How long can this go on for before somebody raises their hand and just says the honest truth? Yeah, we're just not really sure we want to pay him $35 million a year. Like, like let's, let's just be honest about it, because it would make more sense. I mean, do you want to wait until after Patrick Mahomes gets paid or before Patrick Mahomes gets paid? Because he's looking at probably $40 million. And if you were to ask me right now, who's going to get their contract first, Dak Prescott or Patrick Mahomes? I think it's going to be Mahomes. If Dallas really firmly believed that Dak Prescott was worth the kind of money that they are somewhat near as far as their asking price, then this deal would have already been done. It would have behooved them to get it done a year ago, if not earlier than that. Well, this is this is the issue that I see, because I think Dallas looks at Dak Prescott kind of how we look at Dak Prescott. So I'm looking at, at Stephen Jones and saying that they're fixing to get it done. I'm surprised he didn't say, y'all are going to hear some news real soon about this over at the ranch. <laughs> I, I reckon a deal gets done yonder. <laughs> you can go play your football yonder. Oh, throw in some more Texas slang for us. You're going to be chewing on that brisket by the time we get this deal done, y'all. The 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 Cowboys though when you look at and you talk about Patrick Mahomes deal, it is it is a an, an imaginary deadline, but it's a deadline out there. You don't want that to reset the market. But when I look at the Dallas Cowboys in, in trying to get this done, Jonas, I think they're in such a unique spot that I do think that they want to get this done, but they just want Dak Prescott to realize who he really is. And that's where I think this is is such a thing, be, is where you're kind of at this stalemate because there is Dak Prescott, who statistically was one of the better quarterbacks in all of football last season. There is also the Dak Prescott, who had his three worst games of the season in 2019 against the Philadelphia Eagles in a must-win, against the New England Patriots in a primetime spot, and against the New Orleans Saints early on in the season. And when you have those games, Jonas, where your quarterback is not performing against the top-caliber teams in the National Football League, it tells me something that, hey, it's not because the defense gave up 34 points or they couldn't th- get things going. Dak had a part in this and the, why the offense wasn't going. So I think that the Dallas Cowboys – actually want to get this done because they know that Dak isn't the guy that is going to carry them to the Super Bowl, but he is an, a, a key piece of that Super Bowl team. He's going to be more like Jimmy Garoppolo than he is of Patrick Mahomes, and it behooves them to pay him as less as they can while still getting a deal uh, done. The problem is he's got a better resume than Carson Wentz, and he's durable. Like He's done more as an NFL quarterback than Carson Wentz has, and that's just a fact. And so while I agree that I believe Carson Wentz is a better quarterback, and I believe Mm -hmm. these other quarterbacks are better than him, he does have a legitimate argument as to why he should be paid the same, if not more than those guys, and I think that's what the holdup is. The problem is they've waited so long to get this deal done that the price tag is only going to go up. You may not like the fact that the quarterback price tag continues to go up, but you probably also didn't like the fact that gas used to be a dollar seventy nine a gallon, and now it's three eighty here in Southern California. That's just how this thing works, and the price is going to continue to go up. And so, if you're Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys, I just wonder if you're at a point now, you bring in a new head coach. Maybe the smartest thing to do is to tag him, 
and see what Mike McCarthy thinks after spending a year with him. Because Mike McCarthy spent a long time with what we consider the best at at one point in time, the best quarterback in the NFL, if not one of the great talents in the history of the league. Let Mike McCarthy have a year with him, similar to what the Redskins did with Kirk Cousins, and then you can make your decision afterwards. I, I, ju- I feel like that's the direction that we're going, as opposed to getting a long-term yeah, deal Yeah, and now. I think the more information, the better for the Dallas Cowboys and all of this. Totally agree. Finding out more and more that you can. Is this a scenario, and I'll use this analogy, of – you're you're dating someone. I mean, it's it's oh, gone geez, well. Dad. Is it always about like? Oh it's always God. it's always goes back to relationships, right? <laughs> That's what this is. This is kind of a a football marriage or a football relationship, and everything is awesome. Yeah, you can live with maybe the you know the the weird quirks of one or the other, but when it comes down to it, it's like you know what? She wanted kids and I didn't. And I look at the Cowboys of saying like, okay, we want a Super Bowl, and we don't know if Dak can provide that for us. Like they may be like they may be good enough. You need to if you look at the 49ers, and this is why I say I think that there's a bit of a parallel for them. The 49ers signed Jimmy Garoppolo with not a lot of information, a lot less than what the Dallas Cowboys had with Dak Prescott. Yeah. And you gave him that money saying, We're gonna lock him up. Not only that, to your point about where the contracts are and the contracts are resetting, as time goes on, the deal's gonna look better and better. But realistically, is Jimmy Garoppolo the guy to make the pass in the fourth quarter of a Super Bowl to get you a Super Bowl win? We found out on Sunday that that's not the case. That Jimmy Garoppolo disappeared in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. When you look at the Dak Prescott numbers that I mentioned, when his, his best games this year were against the Redskins and the Giants, when his worst games are against the Patriots, Saints, and Eagles, that, you know what, it's... He does, you know, he could get us to to eight and eight, nine and seven, ten and six and eleven and five. But when it really comes down to the Super Bowl and winning a Super Bowl, which is what I really think that Jerry Jones wants, and I think that we all know that he wants one before he, you know, kicks the bucket. Hey, it's the fact of the matter that that could be the sticking point. That really, when it gets down to it, that they're like, all right, you know what, we're gonna go along with it. Like, okay. All right, I guess we are going to have kids, even though I'm, you know, or vice versa. That's what I think is the sticking point is that they know that in the big games, Dak isn't there, but he's good enough to earn that that big price. And that's what I think is so tough for the Dallas Cowboys to swallow. I just have a real difficult time with the Dallas Cowboys, a team who hasn't won a damn thing in a quarter century, telling me what is a good quarterback and what's a Super Bowl quarterback. How the hell would you know? Honestly, you've been the armpit fart of the league for over two decades. How the hell would the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys know what a winning Super Bowl quarterback is? It's Look, I could go all the way back to 1996, and I could tell you how much a Ken Griffey Jr. Don Russ baseball card was because I had a sheet back then. If you stop time and ask me today, hey, how much is that card worth now? How the hell would I know? That was 96. I, I'm not up to speed on what everything's worth from a card value back then. The Dallas Cowboys trying to dictate terms for all this talk about this roster and the team that they've got, man, consider yourself fortunate that Dak Prescott was there available to you after you passed on him multiple times in the fourth round. They won a lot of games with Dak Prescott. I think they're either going to have to bite the bullet and give the guy the contract closer to what he wants than what they want, or they're going to franchise him, figure it out for a but, year, and move on. But what on. good is another 11-5 and five season when he and Dak doesn't show up in the biggest game that they need in a divisional playoff game or an NFC championship game. That's what I think's in the back of their head. And that's why that's why I bring up Jimmy Garoppolo's his regular season numbers as a whole and where he stands in the league 
are you know comparable to the other quarterbacks and maybe and better than other quarterbacks. But it's when the big game comes up, is that the guy to do it? And in the end, when Jerry Jones wants that title now, and 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 it needs to be now, it's not a matter of whether they know what a quarterback is over the last twenty years. It's a fact of the matter is, can you commit to this right now because you are stuck in this this urgent path to get that Super Bowl, and the guy that you may have to pay, you don't fully believe can get it done. But I think they already had their scapegoat as to why they couldn't get over the top. His name was Jason Garrett. I mean, that's everything that we've been told is, oh, Jason Garrett's got to go. He's got to do this this year. Remember, we were talking to Matt Mosley, who covers the Cowboys in Dallas. This was at training camp, and and he was on with an interview with us. He was in Oxnard. By the way, some people call it Oxnard, but I don't even want to get into that, Dan. (laughs) But he was in Oxnard, and he said, and, and we asked him and you might have been the one to ask him hey what keeps Jason Garrett around next season well he's got to get to the NFC championship game all right that didn't happen so if he's the scapegoat how can you really base a long-term opinion on Dak Prescott if you feel the coach is a problem that's why I think a franchise or a tag of some kind is the way to go and just wait this out a little bit longer but it's just going to get more expensive I, I, I don't disagree with that I think it, it, and again it comes down to more information let's see how this works but remember they also kept Kellen Moore you know, so the offense really shouldn't shouldn't miss a beat. Which it's was weird, ma- right? Wasn't kind of weird that that Kellen Moore is going to have play calling duties as well, uh, play calling responsibilities over Mike McCarthy. Yeah, like I think that there because there were instances in the Eagles game, you know, when Zeke went out, and then they have the you know the short yardage play, and they run an option on it. Um, that ends up falling on the offensive coordinator. Yeah, like but I, but and and again, it comes into a big spot of, of a big game and of a big moment of them not being able to come through. Maybe Mike McCarthy and lends some of his knowledge of how to to play call in that situation to a Kellen Moore. Maybe Kellen Moore is a better play caller because of Mike McCarthy and the work that they do in the nine months before the regular season stu- you know, starts. That's all information that we don't know with yeah. Dallas. But, but I, I, but the the long term contract stuff, like of the of the discount of it, there was a report that they offered. They thought they were close on a thirty three million dollar you know a year deal in September, and then that ended up not working out. That wouldn't have paid him more than Russell Wilson or Ben Roethlisberger, but it would have at least been in the ballpark where, guess what, four or five more quarterbacks get higher deals. Dak's probably where he is, and he didn't want that. I just don't think that they want to commit $36 million to a guy that they don't know if can bring home the Lombardi trophy. All right, so say you're at... And where could we put – what would be a casino that would be all in, – in Vegas that would be all about – all right, Caesar's Palace. Okay. All right, because – Sure, there you, I am. You, wa- you walk into Caesar's Palace. You walk right up to the sports book, and you say, all right, there's a bet. Dak Prescott either gets a tag or he gets a long-term deal before the start of the season. What are you putting your money on? Tag. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's too far down the river at this point, and you got a brand-new head coach – why would you commit now if you're not totally sure it's going to work with the new head coach? Yeah, I, it's a fair point. <laughs> I just, I just, it, it, I think, I think they they kind of botched this. I think there was an opportunity to get something done at a lower price, and it didn't happen. And now they're in, in a tough. Who spot. Who do you think the franchise tag hurts more, Dallas or Dak? Dak. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and but it's not only just because of the money; it's because it allows the Cowboys so many more options. Yeah. Where I think. You know, there there are opportunities where, yeah, Dak may hit the jackpot with an MVP-type season next year, and then Dallas is going to kind of, oh, geez, we could have had him for $35 million. But you take the risk of paying him, I don't know, 
$5 million more a year over the next five years if he can pay off that franchise tag. Plus, I don't think Dak sits out if you franchise tag and can't come to terms on a long-term deal. I still think he would play. I mean, his only his only leverage is sitting out and not reporting to the team and making them and, and having them deal with their backup quarterback, whoever that, that would be entering the season. But So the Cowboys still have more options. Dak would have to sit out to have any leverage in the case. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose some full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up in about two and a half hours, we're going to be able to see the full interview from the MLB Network that Tom Verducci conducted with Astro skipper A.J. Hinch making his first comments on the Astro scandal. What MLB Network did for us, Jonas, the uh, the uh, 
sports fans, if you will, the, the public, was they gave us a teaser, a little snippet of what could come ahead in this conversation. This is what was released yesterday in that conversation with the now former Astros manager. Is that championship tainted? It's a fair question, and, and I think everyone's going to have to draw their own conclusion. Um, I hope over time and, and, and the demonstration with the talents of, the, of this team, the players, the, the careers that are, that are being had, we have some of the best players in the entire sport all together on the same team. I hope over time um, it's proven that it wasn't, but I understand the question. It's a fair question, and people are going to have to draw their own conclusions. Unfortunately, we opened that door as a group, and that question I may never be answered. We may never know, um, and we're going to have to, to live and move forward and be, be, be better, better in the sport, but um, unfortunately, no one can really answer that question. I, I can't pinpoint what advantages or what, what, what happened Jesus or what Christ. exactly Stop would have happened otherwise, Stop but we talking. did it to ourselves. Just shut up. Stop. Okay, good. It's over with. My goodness. You know, when, like, bro, uh, uh, you can tap dance. We get it. I mean, good God. Just answer the question. Yes, it's Dan asked me the question. I'll save everybody is the, the World two and Series half tainted? Uh, yes, Dan. Oh, there it is. And, and you want to know why? <laughs> because they were they were beating on trash cans from Ace Hardware to tip off pitches, and they were using electronic d- devices, and they were checking them in the dugout afterwards, and guys were wearing uh, shock treatment on their shoulders to tip off when a curveball or a fastball was coming. So, yes, it's tainted. You, good Christ. You know, it's, it's funny because when the steroids thing came came out what was the argument was and, and we've talked about it when Doug's been here the argument was hey you still gotta hit a round ball with the round bat right like that like yes that's like they're basically trying to uh verify trying to say listen yeah we juiced up but the real art of baseball is hitting a round ball with a round bat when you don't know how fast it's coming at you, Man, right? Man, hundred percent. And the point, the point that I'm then making of why it is is pertinent here is is that the reason this is the whole thing of that's the difficulty in baseball, guys. If they know heat's coming at ninety five miles per hour. A majority of the guys can sit back and just swing away, and it's gone. You know what? They may miss, may yeah. swing and miss, but when you know what pitch is coming, like that's why. That's why I actually think this is worse than the steroid era because not only Jonas is it like steroids were about individuals. Like Mark McGuire wasn't juicing up, being like, "I gotta get the Cardinals of the World Series. Give me more roids." You know, like no, it was like <laughs> I want to hit home runs. Like that. Like I want to make it for myself. This is like, all right, let's just cheat the entire game. Let's have an advantage that yes. nobody else has, and 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 that's the problem. That's why it is tainted. And I mean, it's the whole minute speech of everything that has gone on that that kept on going and going and going tells me that you don't believe a word that you're no, saying. No, hundred percent. Okay, what is? How do you know if meat's tainted? Are right, you can look at a piece of meat, but how do you know if it's tainted? Well, you know, if you eat it and then uh, I end up throwing up into my V-neck, then I would know that probably <laughs> the meat's tainted. Guess what? That's evidence. That's proof. That's what you need to find somebody guilty on something. We have evidence and proof of a, a months and months long investigation that everybody there was guilty. They're guilty. They know they're guilty. And all he's doing is tap tap dancing around it. And it is 100% more egregious cheating than the steroid era. 
the stuff Mark, Mark McGuire took, the andro that was in his locker that somebody saw, and that's what started that whole conversation, I took that stuff. Dan, you remember that one time I hit a baseball over the fence in Fenway? Oh, that never <laughs> happened. It, it, ne- it never happened. So, yes, guys took steroids. Guys took PEDs. They had their own reasons. I want the ball to go farther. I want to guarantee that it triples a home run. I want to go from single A to double A. I want to try and get a big-time contract. Or I want to be able to recover faster. And that's what a lot of that was. It helped you recover faster. They weren't wearing shock treatment on their shoulders. <laughs> they didn't have somebody banging on a trash can in the dugout. It's it's the most blatant form of cheating that there is. It's like filing down a baseball or messing with the seams. It's the most egregious form of cheating. The idea that he's going to sit there and say, well, it depends on how you look at it. Okay, well, I look at it as cheating and so does everybody else. Then what? Come do, on, man. Do you remember hooking up your Atari or PlayStation, but you had to unhook the VCR first yes. and then do it? They did that every single yes. game. So that was where, like, that was the biggest pain of like, no, we God, you can't man. watch the VCR and have the PlayStation hooked up. You have to disconnect. It took five minutes. They went through that every single night. I wish AJ Hinch would just say, you know what? We we did, you know, there was a there was a plan <laughs> in place. I knew about it. I'm the manager. I should have stopped it. It happened during the regular season. It didn't happen in the postseason. It was not feasible. I would have been like, Okay, I would have given them more credit for the World Series if you just came out and said that. And by but. the way, way to bail out Tom Verducci for one of the sins in, in interviewing in sports or, or in the media. You never ask a yes-no question because they're going to give you open up the door for a yes-no answer. So when he asks you, is that World Series tainted, it's a yes or no question. Dan, ask me if I'm a woman. Are you a woman? Well, I mean, it depends on how you look at it, Dan. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's all interpretive. No, it's yes or no. Yes or no. And he couldn't answer the question because he's guilty. That's a fair question, though, Jonas. Are you a woman? (laughs) It's ridiculous. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. We're in a unique spot here in the sports calendar. And I think sports calendar is a calendar that so many of us sports fans live by. And it's funny because I've talked about sports calendar with our intern Jordan yesterday and it was brought up again today. There are certain times of the sports calendar year that are that are faster than others. March is one. That's the one where we have the argument of what's the best time of year, September, uh, maybe October, right? Yeah. Those those times. And then you talk, okay, when are when are things kind of maybe um slowing down a little bit or maybe just taking a breather? Early August seems to be, even though the NFL is ramping up, still preseason games. It's usually, when are we on during the week the most? Because that's usually when the other people <laughs> call out. Yeah, like that, 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 Those are the slow times. I, I think that there is a hidden slow time that people don't realize that's early November because the NBA has started and it's already in full swing. Baseball has just ended. You're used to the NFL and college football, but the college football like rivalries don't come up for a couple of more weeks, so there's that time. And then there's now this three-week stretch that I think you get before March, and it's right after the Super Bowl. And you can look ahead to things like the XFL, like we're going to do, or you can start getting your NBA fix or your college basketball fix. But it also, I think allows us to look ahead to the NFL, even though nothing has changed from Sunday when the Kansas City Chiefs ended up winning Super Bowl 54. And I find it funny that so much of the conversation, I think that there are two conversations that that spawned when looking ahead from Super Bowl 54. Number one was, can the 49ers continue this run? Are they they well-positioned despite the loss to continue their success? And it's kind of, when are the Chiefs going to end up paying Patrick Mahomes and for how much? Is that fair to say that those are the the 
things that kind of have spawned after the game on Sunday? Yeah, 100%. And and do the 49ers believe, uh, like what you've mentioned, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo long-term, sort of what's what's the plan of attack, Kyle Shanahan's reputation, so on and so forth, yeah. Yeah, I think all of that is fair. But what I find interesting is that we aren't doing what we're doing with the Niners to the Kansas City Chiefs. And that is realistically looking at what we have in this Kansas City Chiefs team moving forward. Like we're we're wondering if the 49ers are going to have a Super Bowl hangover because that seems to be the thing with teams that lose the Super Bowl. How do they respond next year? It seems difficult for them to get back. It's difficult for any team to get back, seemingly outside of the New England Patriots. And I don't think just because the Kansas City Chiefs won Super Bowl 54, Jonas, that it's a foregone conclusion that this is now the team that everyone has to mess with next season and for the next 10 or 15 years. The whole goal when you're an NFL team is to win a Super Bowl, right? Like, that's the goal. All right, our goal in building this team and building this roster is to win a Super Bowl. And I think that teams actually look at at things four or five years at a time. If you can find your quarterback, you get a four or five year window to get it done. All right. So if the goal is to win a Super Bowl, the Kansas City Chiefs have accomplished that. Like I don't recall K- Kansas City Chief fans or anybody covering the Kansas City Chiefs saying two years ago, all right, listen, we want to be the next dynasty. No, man. Like You were just hoping you could win a playoff game, all right? Because you lost to Marcus Mariota at home when you had Alex Smith, which is why you made the move to begin with. Like Nobody sets out to create a dynasty unless they win one. And when you get that first one out of the way, then you can start having that conversation. But how many dynasties, Dan, have you seen in your lifetime that you can recall? I can think of three in the NFL. I can think of the Niners in the 80s. I can think of the Cowboys in the 90s. And I can think of the Patriots. Which in the Cowboys in the 90s is shorter than people remember. Because it was Super Bowls 27, 28, and 30, and then it was over. Three and four years. So That's it. So so those are the only three that I can think of. And the Patriots are the last one. And the Patriots do things that nobody else does. This idea that we're all going to talk about, uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to win a bunch more Super Bowls. All right, well, you know, Dan, you're a Seahawks fan. People were saying the same thing about Russell Wilson when he won his first one. They haven't won one since. No. So what are we talking about here? And it's funny because Doug uh, brought this up earlier in the week when you're looking at the window, and this actually kind of got me thinking about this topic of teams that, you know, he mentioned the 2016 Cubs and, like, how we thought the Cubs are going to win uh, World Series that after World stinks. Series, where how the, the, the Seahawks are going to go on a run. But what you don't realize is that the window doesn't begin with the Super Bowl. The window actually has been open longer than you 100%. think. And when you look at the Seahawks, what you didn't realize at the time was that their window was open in Russell Wilson's rookie season. When they lost to the Atlanta Falcons in the in the divisional playoffs, they took a lead late, only to have Matt Ryan get the team in field goal position to win the divisional playoff game. And there were many at the time who said that the 49ers were hoping the Falcons would win that game because they didn't want to face the Seahawks again. The 49ers ended up going to Super Bowl 47. The Cubs, the year before they won the, the World Series, what did they do? They went to the NLCS. They ended up being beaten by the New York Mets, but that was when the Swept. Win- yeah, that was when the window was open. And you think like, no, it starts at that point with the Chiefs. 
The window was open when they lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. That It doesn't just start at the Super Bowl. like That ends up counting. And I think that that's something when you look at the whole scheme of things of realizing what really is the window. It's not right when you win. And then, Jonas, when you look at what Kansas City has and what concerns me about them are actually a lot of things. Andy Reid sure sounds like if they have success next year that it could be it. Like, if they were to go back-to-back, there would be nothing more for Andy Reid. I mean, he's he's at the victory parade on Wednesday saying, you know, like, let's be back here, like, one more time or one more year. That sounds to me like a guy who's ready, hey, if they go back-to-back, I'm done. And a guy who's grooming Eric Bieniemy to take over the reins. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I, look, it's, it's like a jack-in-a-box. The first time you crank it, the thing doesn't pop out of the hole, all right? You got to go a couple of times. Kansas City cranked it last year. They had a a home game in the AFC Championship game, and they lost in overtime, all right? So there's strike one. Now you're getting uh, Patrick Mahomes in year three of his deal because he didn't start as a rookie. He played one year. And we all know this. When you pay that rookie quarterback a significant amount of money, it takes away from other parts of your roster. Well, Patrick Mahomes is the only thing I'm sure about with the Chiefs. I don't know what the defense is going to be like next year. They played better down the stretch, but there were times still it looked like the same old Kansas City Chiefs defense. I think if you're a Chief fan, if you're an NFL fan, be glad that he got one. Be happy for Andy Reid that you got one. This whole, well, we're looking ahead and we're talking about dynasties, man, I, I think that day and age of the NFL is done unless you can prove that you can draft really, really well or you can make some uh, some moves uh, to sign some people. Look, Tyree Killen his off-field issues are the only reason they got him at the deal that they got him like let's just be honest here if he didn't have those off-field issues maybe they couldn't afford to pay him that kind of money Sammy Watkins is probably going to be gone next year because he's going to get money elsewhere I just think there's more questions than answers with the Chiefs think about the path they had to Super Bowl 54 right you you didn't have New England loses so that resets the bracket where Tennessee the six seed goes to Baltimore you don't have to face the three six winner you get a Texans team that has a miraculous comeback against the Bills and yeah you rally but it was a beneficial win for them to have Tennessee beating New England then what happens you have the six seed coming to your house and not have to go on the road for the the AFC playoffs. So for the second straight year, even though you didn't earn home field advantage this season, it ended up working out for you because you got to face the not only a lower seed and not have to face the top seed on the road, you got to face the actual lowest seed in the bracket yep. in Tennessee. How often is that going to happen? How much is the now that Andy Reid has a title, you're going to want to win another one? For them. Right. How much the satisfaction break in? You mentioned their defense. How in the world can you do this again without their running game? And I know that Damian Williams was on the verge of winning an MVP, but in a consistent fashion of when you look at Kansas City, are they still going to be the team that just continues to throw the ball everywhere? If that's the case, I don't think that works long-term, so you have to figure that out. So all these questions that we're putting on the 49ers, is Jimmy Garoppolo there? They they set for long-term success. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, what do they need to add? What are you going to do with Eric Armstead and all these different decisions? There's just as many decisions with the Kansas City Chiefs and maybe more questions for them going forward. Here's the other thing. Patrick Mahomes has played one non-home playoff game. How'd that go for three and a half quarters? 
<laughs> yeah. and that was on a neutral site. Yes. I mean, if he gets into a, ruck, a raucous environment and there's if they got to go on the road and play a team that's got a crowd all fired up, how's that going to go? I mean, that was his first non-home playoff game, and he was garbage for three and a half quarters. Played the worst, some of the worst football of his entire career. So I just. I, I don't I, I look I understand why we do it I understand why we take the approach of all right now what's next man if I were you just enjoy what you have right now all right just enjoy what you got like and be thankful that you got it done I do believe the 49ers have got questions that they've got to answer as well too man Seattle with Russell Wilson is still going to be a problem they've got the best quarterback in the division there's still going to be something to deal with uh, Arizona was much better than people gave him credit for last year um, uh, the Rams are going to be extremely motivated to show everybody, listen, if, if we don't have this, the, some of these contracts on this team or some of these guys that are playing for big-time money, we want to come back with a softer schedule and we want to prove that we're a real team. And then look at the Chiefs. I mean, who's to say the Chargers, if they can figure it out at quarterback and if they can have one year where injuries aren't – they don't have the worst luck with injuries of every team in the league – that could be an issue. I just, I, I feel like I understand why we do this. The odds come out immediately after the game, but just enjoy it because there's a lot of players that were on that Seahawks team who probably thought after they won that first Super Bowl, man, we're going to do this every year. Well, you went back there the next year, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> questionable decision, and I get it, but you haven't been back there since. So what are we, what are we looking at it, now? It's funny you say that. Maybe I'm a little partial to it, but I actually like. I find it funny when people use that as an argument against Seattle because I think it's the only one for them to show that they did it because they were a y- yard away from doing it again. I have more of an issue with the Falcons being lethargic for the first half after they ended up losing a you know a Super Bowl or Denver just falling off the face of the earth once Peyton Manning retires and like those sort of things. It's it's different. Difficult either way, and 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 get, just getting back to the Super Bowl, even losing it, I think is almost like top of the ceiling for teams to accomplish. You know, so so when you when you're looking at what the Chiefs could do, just maybe even getting back is going to be more difficult than you even thought. Let alone having to go and win it. Man, you remember when the Titans were like one yard away from tying the Super Bowl back in two thousand? But don't worry, Dan. They'll be back next year. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, they'll be back. I, there's, listen, we didn't even bring up the Ravens in the AFC. Of the, you know, I know that there's questions about Lamar Jackson, but seriously, they. I mean, Roethlisberger healthy. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I just, I, I think there's going to be a lot of, a lot of, a, a lot of tripwires uh, and landmines out there for for the Kansas City Chiefs. So it, no, nothing is guaranteed in that league. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Continental tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, is it now non-football season? Is it always football season with the NFL, Jonas? How do we look as we sit here standing February 7th, 2020? Because I'm trying to figure it out myself. Throw those X's up, Dan. XFL, baby. So I guess it is still football season. To me, when the the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am is one of the most hated tournaments by golf fans there is because it's just not a it's it's a real golf tournament but it's the celebrities who end up taking center stage. I am one of the golf fans in the minority Jonas where I love it because it's uh, decompressing from football season. It's sitting back looking at Pebble Beach, seeing the beautiful sights and sounds. That's what I usually do on the first weekend after football season ends is just kind of, you know, decompress, just sit back, relax and take that in. But now we've got the launch of the XFL. We've got college shoots, NBA. So now it's okay. Maybe you don't get as much of an exhale as I normally Uh, used to. Let me ask you this. Does Fox air any celebrity golf tournaments? No. The only golf tournaments they air are are USGA events. Okay, good. All right. So I needed to know that before I say this. Okay. I can't stand celebrity <laughs> golf tournaments that are shown on television. Like I give, like I give a crap uh, who the bassist from 
uh, better than Ezra does on the 13th hole from uh, uh, Pebble Beach. Like, who cares? What about if the What about if the drummer from Death from Above 1927 is is playing in the? Just like, 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 what do I care about? Like, one member of the Blue Man Group uh, uh, shot an eagle on the 12th. Good for him. Go back to Vegas. Jump in the fountain. Okay. Okay. Let Let me say this, and and before we kind of move to football, would you rather watch a tournament with a bunch of hacks like that aren't famous, just guys who may shoot 110, as opposed to seeing celebrities going out there? playing poorly or you just yes. want to see yeah that's yes. yeah yeah i want to see yeah. yeah it's called the longest drive yeah like i'm good with the longest <laughs> drive like I'm, I'm good with it like i'll watch that i don't want to see justin timberlake uh do some dance when oh it's just, it bothers me it, it annoys the crap out of me especially because it, it, it's such a a wealthy country club entitled feel sure. to it you know like why don't you bring like have every pairing have to bring a fan on, you know? Or how about, you know, here's a better one. How about the celebrities have to be the caddy for a, just a normal everyday guy? Yeah, right, there you are. Wanna, hey, like, I'm fine with like, that. They, like, like, live like the rest of us for once in your <laughs> godforsaken life, please. <laughs> yeah, and this pro-am is the pro-am of all pro-ams. I mean, like, this isn't, this isn't like, hey, Chuck, we got you in the uh, AT&T. This is, oh, no, man. you're the CEO of this company, or you're starring on this TV show, or you won how many Super Bowls? Peyton Manning, you could come on in, Steve Young. That's like this is really the who's who of pro ams. And so it's not there is there's no common Joe playing in this event. Uh, and, and listen, uh and as soon as, as Fox decides to carry one of these pro ams, you know, I think I think maybe I'll soften my stance on that a little bit, Dan. You know? <laughs> That's fair enough. I think I think maybe I'll do I, that. I, I just take it back because it's a, a, to me it's an it, it's not an intense watch. You have it on, you're watching, you see the you know you look at the TV and it just looks beautiful. I mean it's just a, a gorgeous it's sight. Stress free. Yeah, yeah, really. That's that's really what it is. And and the the it's it's unique from maybe other weeks in in the PGA on the PGA Tour schedule because it's just. Yeah, it's just to sit back, you know what, go out in the backyard, maybe do some stuff for 20 minutes, come back and check in. That's why I like it. But now you've got actually other viewing opportunities as the XFL ends up launching this weekend. And it's something that, yeah, I can just even hear it in your voice. You're ready for the doubleheader on Saturday and Sunday. Well, here's why. Um, For a couple of reasons. One, if if, if you take the right approach, and this is the approach I'm taking, I'm not looking at this to be comparable to the NFL. Like, I'm not looking at it for that. I'm not even looking at it to be comparable to college football. I'm looking at it to be different. And maybe we see some some different things. It's It's a new approach. The AAF felt off from the beginning. And when early on into the process, the AAF is borrowing money from the NHL, like, you know, we got a problem here. Like, like if you're so hard up for cash that, you know, the homeless guy is giving you a couple of bucks and saying, hey, man, if I were you, go get a shave and something to eat. Like, then, you know, you got a real financial problem. The AAF was borrowing money and telling people not to cash their checks on certain times because there wasn't money in the account. They had to go to the NHL in order to get money to try and keep the the league afloat. The XFL, like, I don't think Vince McMahon would jump into this a second time only to fail a second time. For whatever you want to say about Vince McMahon, he's as successful of a businessman as you will find, as successful as a promoter as you will find. I think he was dead set 
on wanting to right the wrong that was the XFL the first year around. I, I think this is a completely different approach. I think it's com- a completely different league. I, I don't even think of this as the f- old XFL. I think of it as a brand new league, and because it's new, I'm interested to see if it works. Well, the, the original XFL seemed almost just like a publicity stunt. Yeah. And then it actually just kept on going, and then you had the he hate me, then you had the let's run down the Hot field and see who gets. Yeah, like it was all, it was all, you know, Jesse Ventura in the booth. It was it was all trying to break from the NFL, and now you're almost trying to see a bridge. But I will say this, for the issues that happened with the Alliance, and this is what I think is, is going to be an issue, and what I think will happen on Monday and Tuesday is we're going to see great television ratings. We are going to see that the XFL did very well on Fox, that it did well on ABC and ESPN, and I believe... Jonas, we will see ratings that top college basketball and ratings that top the NBA yeah. because it's what we had last year with the Alliance. So to me, it's not a one-week thing. My question is how does it continue? Now, the Alliance could have had great viewership and they still would have had a problem because you needed somebody to come in to give you any sort of cash flow like they had, which they didn't have. The XFL, to your point, took their time. The Alliance raced to get ahead of the XFL, so they ended up launching and didn't have all of their ducks in a row. But I still do think that there is going to be an issue come early March and mid-March when the newness of this wears off, and that's that's my concern of it. I I'm footballed out right now. Like I like I'm I'm like I don't need to sit down How dare and you. I know it's it's absurd, but I it's it's a point where I, I just needed a little breather. And that's why I wonder with this league, maybe maybe it would have been better to launch NFL draft weekend. Maybe it would have been better to launch to extend it that way when there are other things that you can do. To do it right after the NFL season. I know you're trying to continue your fill of it. I just think at some point people are going to get okay. I've just had twenty straight weeks of football. I can't commit to this anymore. I've got to got to kind of move on to the other family or to, to the family and to do other things. I just wonder if burnout is going to happen, kind of like it did with the alliance. Yeah, and look, um, this is. I can understand why people would feel that way. Now, I happen to do a show on Saturday here at Fox Sports Radio with Bucky Brooks. The XFL will be on, so I'm going to watch it because it's going to be fun to talk about during the show. But I can understand why there would be some fatigue based on months and months and months of football, and now football's gone, and you're almost welcome to the idea of, oh, my God, my Sundays are back. Oh, my God, I, I have I have so much more free time on my hands, and I, and I get all that. And this may be something to where when they try it out like this the first year, maybe in year two they decide, like you said, move it back to the start of April or move it back in May. You know, maybe that's something that they the, – the approach that they – would take or maybe it's something that they move back till July but I just I like the idea for a couple of reasons one you're giving players hope players who maybe weren't getting the opportunity in the NFL that maybe this is a chance for them to extend their careers a little bit longer. So I'm good with that. I also like the fact that it's actual real football people. Everybody that's been hired from a front office position to a coaching position, that's those are real football people. These aren't just gimmicks. Wasn't wasn't Dick Butkus the coach of uh, <laughs> uh, of the Chicago team, if I'm not mistaken? Like, wasn't he the coach of the Chicago team? Well, let's get our crack research staff on that. Like, yeah. uh, and it, like, and listen, Dick Buck is one of the great players of all time. 
you know, he was there because his name was Dick Buckus. It wasn't really that he had, I I don't think, an interest in coaching. It was an opportunity for him to go there and, 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 you know, add some legitimacy to the league. So it felt like a publicity stunt, like you said, like an extended one. This one feels like there are real football people behind it. And the fact that you've got already a great TV deal, they've got Fox, they've got ESPN, ABCs behind it. Like, I think that it's going to work if your expectations aren't that this is going to compete with the NFL because clearly it's not or else they would have ran it side by side with the NFL. What are the expectations? Like did, like this is what I like I mean I think that the expectations in my mind are trying to bridge a gap with the NFL where this allows this to be something in between college football and the NFL. Sure, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think it's a feeder league. I think it I think it's a league that that would feed the NFL players. You could say whatever you want about uh, NFL Europe. That worked, man. That was around for a long time. NFL Europe was around. I know, Dan, like you walked around here. Like you should have seen Dan back in the day. He walked around here. Like he's got this Rhine fire tattoo going yep. down his spine. Like it was unbelievable, your dedication to the Rhine Yeah, fire. I, I have a, a, a Calvin doing you know what to the Frankfurt Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was because I was so such a Rhine fire guy. <laughs> Uh, I don't. By the way, I forgot it was the Frankfurt Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was the LA Galaxy. Oh uh, yeah, there what was that uh, Berlin Thunder. Yeah, you know uh, the uh, Amsterdam a holes. Uh, uh, they were one close, of those teams, weren't they? Weren't, they? weren't they? Admirals. You know oh, Ad- admirals. Whatever. Admirals. Same thing. Depends on who you yes. ask. You never know. Um, but th- the whole point being, I think it's going to be a feeder league, and I think the idea is it's a place for players and coaches to go. That's not quite the NFL, but. You could see them in the NFL. I think some of these quarterbacks that are in this league, I think actually some of these quarterbacks that are in this league could probably play in the NFL. Cardell Jones was on a roster for a long time. Uh, the quarterback uh, that was mentioned, uh, Landry Jones. Yes. Landry Jones is is in this league, if I'm not mistaken. I, I feel like it's a feeder league. I'm not looking at it to compete with the NFL, and I'm not going to do a side-by-side comparison with the NFL because I understand one product is one thing. It's the elite, and this is more of guys that are trying to get back to that status. Isaac Lohenkron has an update. This is pretty bizarre. So here's what happened. Chicago did hire Dick Butkus to be its head coach for the Chicago Enforcers, <laughs> but he never coached a game for them. Five months before the first XFL kicked off, Butkus was promoted, air quotes, to the position of XFL Director of Football Competition and replaced as Enforcers head coach by Ron Myers. So he did mm, coach them, but right. he didn't coach I thought he was them. replaced by My Two Dads. Oh, oh. That was the show that he was on. Remember My Two Dads? Paul Reiser and that other guy? No, he was on the uh, the the one that Reggie Theus was on, right? The what? basketball uh, sitcom. What? What, hanging with Mr. Cooper? No, there was an NBC basketball sitcom. He was the coach of that for one year. Kurt Rambis was a coach. Reggie Theus was the coach. Oh, I don't even... I got a look. Yeah, Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Dick Buckus was on My Two Dads, so that's for sure. (laughs) I can guarantee you that. By the way, do you think they'll ever make a show called My Two Dads ever again, or probably not? (laughs) (laughs) A lot lot of questions there, you know what I mean? (laughs) Sure, like, why not? A lot of ways Absolutely. you could take that. You know, yeah. just, I'm just saying. Absolutely. <laughs> like, my two dads, wait, what? That's a developing story. Uh, but point being, point being on the XFL, 
I just, I'm curious to see what it's like, you know? Hey, look, I'm going to miss the idea of them setting a ball out there and two guys trying to dive for the football to determine uh, uh, like a rugby scrum, yeah. who gets the ball and a guy dislocating his shoulder and being out for the year before the season <laughs> starts. I'm going to miss all of that. And and I do think there are some things that they're going to implement in the XFL that I think the NFL is watching and keeping a close eye on that they're going to bring over to the NFL. I hope it works. I just am going to reserve my judgment until March because that's uh, I mean, we saw it with the alliance. We saw it with, you know, we've seen it with other things. Just, just take that wave of you know curiosity at first, and if you can, you can ride that and carry the momentum into the next month. Then uh, kudos to the XFL. Well, I'm excited to watch the XFL on Fox. Yes, I'm excited. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and Movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 